God's grace. Are you ready for the class? Are you ready? Are you ready for the class? All right, so we are, we are, Father, we thank you for this evening. Our prayer is speak to us and you shall bring to us again. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Right, so yesterday we started with, we finished um, with 10 points and um, we started with the purpose of their life. So, Let's share what what did we learn? Um, what mindset did we create? Um, how has what you learned affected your life within this short period? So, um, share something with me. Share something. With me. You can either type or mute your microphone and talk. Please be talking. Please um, I learned that we are not an accident. That God gave us parents, our parents for reason. All right, thank you very much. Yes, who else? Who else? All right. So today we are we are looking at. Um, all right, all right. Thank you. Ah, all right. So we are looking at. So the first question we want to answer is what is purpose? What is purpose? So when we are talking about purpose, we are looking at the original intent for creating the thing. So the original intent. The main reason why something was created. We are talking about the original reason for the existence of a thing. We are also looking at the end for which particular beings exist. We are also looking at the cause for the creation of a thing. The desired result that initiates production. The desired result that initiates production. The need that makes a manufacturer produce a specific product. The need that makes a manufacturer produce a specific product. The objective for a particular subject. And also it is that which validates the existence of a particular entity. So I think um, if you want to find purpose, that's what it means. The original intent of a thing. Did you get that? Did you get that? Yes, sir. So yesterday, what I was trying to tell you was that you were not, you are not an actor. The fact that you are part of the Lord's entity's plan, your existence in this earth is something the Lord initiated. So you are here for a reason. So what I'll do this evening is to use some scriptures to back what I was trying to say after that can continue. So let's look at Jeremiah chapter one. So I need someone to be to quickly be posting the. Scriptures for us. Chapter one, verse five. If you have there for me, or you can paste it in the chat section. All right, thank you. So before formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet to the nations. Can I get any lighter version? Any lighter? Can I get any lighter? Yes. Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. I chose you before I gave you life, and before you were born, I selected you to be a prophet to the nations. Amen. Amen. So you, you, if you look at the scripture, you realize that the purpose of, um, okay, so before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you were shaped in the womb of God, the Lord knew all about you. Before you saw the light of me, I had I had holy plans for you. Prophet in the nations, that's what I had in mind for you. So it confirmed what I was trying to say yesterday, that before the Lord created you, he had plans for you. He know it before he called you, he not before he looked for a purpose for you. Your purpose was, your purpose preceded your creation. 
let's look at um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. It's one of the popular verses. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Okay. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our lives. Let him have dominion over the flesh of the over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping in the creeps of the earth. So this verse preceded the creation of man. Before the Lord created man, the Lord had an intention. He wanted someone to do something. So he decided to create someone. Please can you hear me now? Is my voice clear? Yes, please. So before he created him, he had an intention, he had something in mind that he wanted man to do. So he created man before he gave him a purpose. The purpose of man was there before he created man. Okay, let's look at Judges 13, verse 1 to 5. Judges 13, verse 1 to 5. So again, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistine for 40 years. Now there was a certain man from Zorah of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and had no strength. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed, now you are barren and have borne no children, shall conceive and bear a son. Now, therefore, please be careful not to drink wine or blood drink, and not to eat anything unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. No razor shall come upon its head. For the child shall be a Nazarite God from them, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of Philistine. And he shall begin to deliver the to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. We realize that the purpose for this Samson was was there even before the mother was buried. Like the, the, the woman was pregnant, and the angel was telling her that the baby in your womb is what he's going to do. No, before there was the conception, before they even thought about the father, there's a possibility for them to for her conceive. The Lord had someone in mind, and the Lord had a purpose for that particular person that he wanted to bring. Please understand. Yes, please. Okay. Now let's go to um let's go to Moses. So let's look at Acts chapter seven. Acts chapter seven. Acts chapter seven, verse seventeen. Acts chapter seven, verse seventeen and twenty. Okay, I'm reading. Acts chapter seven, verse seventeen and twenty. But when the time of the but when the time of the promise drew near, which God has sworn to Abraham, the 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 people do implying so another thing arose who did not know Joseph. This man dealt treacherously with our people and focused in the twenty, the A and the A of the, the A of the seventeen and the A of the twenty. So but when the time of the promise drew near, which God has sworn to Abraham, verse twenty eight, at this time Moses was when your purpose was before you were created. If you are convinced and tell me that I, I stopped in the street. Acts chapter 9, verse 15. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine, to bear my name before Jehovah's kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine, to 
to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. So this was the purpose for Paul. He was a chosen vessel to bear the name of the Lord before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. So if you look at the apostles, and if you look at the, the life of Paul, you realize that he lived to fulfill this particular purpose. Is are you convinced that I should read more scriptures? Are you convinced or I should read more scriptures? Nobody is in the Are you convinced or I should read more scriptures? Please, we are convinced or I'm convinced. We are convinced then. Okay. You, 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 you let me read just, um, let's look at John and Jesus. So, Luke chapter 1. So, all, all the things that I was saying yesterday, it was not my own philosophy. So, Luke, Luke chapter 1. 1 verse 13. Luke chapter 1 verse 13. Verse 13 to 17. Okay. So, but the angel said to him, Do be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. So, in this case, you realize that even the name, the child who is not born, has a name already. The child who is not born has a name already. So, someone asked a question during the mention that um, if your parents are forced to do something that uh, hasn't called you to do, what do you do? And I was telling them that as a parent, or you, as you are going to become a parent, you should be able to have such an intimate relationship with the Lord that even before your children are born, you know why you are giving birth to this particular person. So that it is not now that the, the, the guy has come, then you are seeing that crab on your leg and play football because of this bird doing But you know that the Lord brought this person to perform this particular person. They said that the Lord can even give you the name for that particular child. So you should be able to build a, an intimate relationship with the Lord so that your children, you know, you know. You, and, and, and the Bible talks about who's the name. Is it Rebecca? Was it Rebecca? You went to the Lord to inquire of the twins in her room. Was it Rebecca? And the Lord spoke to her concerning the twins, what they were coming to do. So Rebecca, is it Rebecca? I'm, I'm, I'm not so sure. I'm asking you, nobody is minding It's Rebecca. Please, if I ask anything, kindly respond, okay, so that I will know that you are. So Rebecca knew the destinies of their children, and he made sure that it came to pass. But as a young person who is going to become a parent, you should have an intimate relationship with the Lord. So that you don't forbid your children to do things that the Lord has not called them to do. That's just by the way. So for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit from his womb, And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children the disobedience to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So before John was even conceived, there was the, now let's look at Almighty chapter 1, verse 21. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And she will bring forth the son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save the people of his sins. For he will save the people of his sins. The realm of all these people we have heard about, their purpose was there before there's a message in the chat. Is that people filled sign up someone from um kind of the one below together with those who haven't filled the first session? So three people sign some form. So those three people should fill this form again. Okay. Please do you have any question with respect to purpose so that I can continue. Can I continue? Yes, please you can. All right. Is, is Margaret the only one having issues or all of you are having issues with your account? Are you all having issues with this? Or 
So now let's look at characteristics of purpose. Um, I didn't know the right word to use, so I used characteristics. After I've mentioned, probably you can think the word characteristics is something that you believe seems whatever we are talking about. So the first characteristic or the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that purpose is inherent. Purpose is inherent. Purpose is inherent. When your purpose is trapped inside you. Your purpose is trapped inside you. In the sense that everything that you need to fulfill that purpose is placed in you. So you read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, and it talks about the fact that we are the workmanship of the Lord. So we are the finished, piece, we are the masterpiece of the Lord. And He did everything necessary to fulfill our purpose. Please understand. Then, if you remember yesterday, I, I, I spoke at length about the fact that purpose determines your function and your function necessitates your design. So you will design the way you are or you are who you are because of why you are. The intended use of a product governs the design and the nature of the product so that the fulfillment of its purpose is inseparably built into it. Give me a second, okay? Uh, please, I'm sorry. Let's, let's continue. So I was saying that the intended, the intended use of a product governs the design and nature of the product so that the fulfillment of its purpose is inseparable inseparably built in words. Purpose predicts the nature of some and nature is that which product is inherently is. Nature is always given for the express purpose of executing the manufacturer's reason for creating the purpose. All the English that I'm seeing is the fact that you are what, who you are because of why you are. Your nature, everything you are doing, everything you are, is by virtue of the fact that the Lord wants, wanted you to some particular is that really okay with that? Are really okay with that? Yes, yes. That thing is very dangerous. This outcome is very dangerous to look without for your purpose. You don't have to look without for your purpose. I mentioned yesterday that your strength, your abilities, your weakness, all those things, they don't define you. It is your assignment that defines you. So you don't just look at your strength to predict your purpose. Because there are certain strengths or there are certain even you, you you don't look at your passions to predict your purpose because there are certain passions that was developed from without it's not something for within. If you just look at your passion or your strengths and you use that to predict your purpose, you might make a mistake. So if you are looking for purpose, look within your purpose is trapped inside you. Your purpose is trapped inside you. It is what outside, it is within. Is that one day? Yes, Okay. So let's look at um, number two. God is committed to the fulfillment of your purpose. More than you are, you should understand that God is committed to the fulfillment of your purpose. More than you are. So the second point is linked first. God is committed to the fulfillment of your purpose. More than you are. He has given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. He has given you everything you need to fulfill purpose. He plays you in an environment. You see, everything that you are going through, everything that you've gone through, it's shaping you for a particular, um, it's shaping you, it's, it's shaping you so that you can fulfill a particular purpose. So God is committed to, because listen, in as much as we talk about the fact that it is your purpose, it is your purpose, it is not your purpose, it is the Lord's purpose, it is the Lord's agenda. It is a divine policy direction. He has something that he wants to do on his head, and he plays that we want to do in you. He plays that he plays that idea in you. He plays that agenda in you. So it is not yours. It is his. You are there. You are you are someone to to execute it. And because it is his, he makes sure he makes sure that it is of. You know what I'm saying? Does it make sense at all? Does it make yes. sense at all? 
Yeah. Yeah. So God chose to make you the way you are because of the particular. That is how come I mentioned yesterday that you do not compare yourself with anyone because you are designed for your purpose and you are perfect for your purpose. Yes, and you got to know that you are just what they wanted to make. So you are perfect for your purpose. So you don't you don't have to try to become someone and you don't have to compare yourself with anyone. Because if you try to become someone, you create for the purpose. You can you can't and you should let others, but you must never become them. You can never fulfill your purpose without being yourself. Who and what you are is important and essential to why you are. Who and why you are essential to why you are. So the Lord has made you the way you because of why you are. It's something that you have to understand. Something that you have to understand. All right. The second point I want you to understand is the fact that your purpose, your purpose is not to go. Your purpose is not to God. Some of us, when they ask you that, what is your life purpose? You say that I was created to worship God. Nobody was created to worship God. Nobody on this earth was created to worship, to sing praises to God. Yeah, like you were created that you sing worship song, you worship God. No, purpose does not. Um, I would have to put it together. And your purpose is not directed towards God. Your purpose is not directed towards God. Though whatever we do gives glory to, to Him. He did not create us to equal to worship him. They mean that we are created to worship him. Our purpose is supposed to benefit mankind, not God. I mean, what can you do to benefit God? What, what can you do for God? Your purpose is to benefit mankind. For those of us who think that we were called to come and sing hallelujah, hallelujah to God on earth. I mean, that is not... Let's look at Luke chapter 18. All the all the um the scriptures we read, if you if you if you would look at it very well, you realize that they were directed towards the good of man. How many of us saw that? All the scriptures we read, you realize that it was geared towards the good of man. Please, who 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 realized that? Who else? Okay. So your purpose is supposed to meet mankind point of gain. Your purpose is supposed to meet mankind at the point of need. your purpose is supposed to be good to man. Your purpose is supposed to bring good to man. So Luke chapter 14, Jesus Christ was saying that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to um, heal the broken heart, to bring the good news to whatever. And you realize that it was for the benefit of man. He did not come to benefit God. He came to benefit man. So your purpose is the benefit of man. It is not to God. The glory goes to God, but at the end of the day, it is man who gets the benefit. Please, do you understand this? If you don't agree, yes, you have any, if, you have any, if, if you don't agree, or if you have any question, you can ask me. If you have any question, you can ask me. So, please, I have a question. Okay. So, um, if you have a music career, okay, mm-hmm. how will, like, for music career, how will, um, how will it um, benefit man? Okay, so you have a music career. Um, you are leading people to worship God and all that. But you can also have them. There are ministers who minister and people get healing. There are ministers who minister and people people get delivered. There are people who minister and people get hope. So as a music minister, there should be something in your ministry that benefits man. You are not just leading people to worship God. But as you are leading people to worship God, there should be something that happens in the lives of people that benefits them. So you can be, and who has seen them before? I mean, people sing, and as they are singing, people are being healed. People sing, and as they are singing, people are being delivered. People sing, and as they are singing, things are happening to people. So that is what 
So then your the music alone is is not what is, is so important. What the music can do to benefit man is what we are looking at with respect to what we are talking about. Um, please understand. Yes, please. Is it clear? Yes, please. It's clear. Thank you. Please, is there any other question before I continue? Is there any other question before I continue? This is this is so you can ask me all your questions. I am I am the money people they were bombarding me with questions here and there. I was even tired, but I am I was able to answer some of them. If you have any questions, can let, let me understand. You can let me know. Okay. Can I continue? Okay. Esther, what's your question? Yes. Esther, what's your question? Esther, you are listening. You can unmute your microphone. All right, Lauren. All right. Um. Anyway, this question there. If our purpose is not to worship God, why did God say that if we don't worship Him, we make stones to worship Him? Hmm. This question is hard, though. Who, 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 who knows where the scripture is? Who knows where the scripture is? Lauren, do you know where the scripture is? Do you know where the scripture is? Lauren. Okay, let's go. Okay, Michael, you can, you can help. You can help me. Okay, so Lawrence, I think what our facilitator Evans is trying to say is that anything that God created has a purpose. So the angels in heaven, they have a purpose, they are worshipping God. But we are on earth, and we are the vice regents of God, so we are the ambassadors of God. That means we have an assignment on earth, and we are representing God in accomplishing that assignment. So basically, anything that God created has the capacity, has the DNA to worship God. But why did we have to get saved and still be stuck on earth? Why didn't rupture all of us? That means that there is a plan for everything and every human being on this earth that has been assigned to us. So what Patricia uh, is trying to say is that the people in the assignment in their calling, and until we put that assignment and purpose, you will not be relevant in the kingdom of God and of men. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. So um, some of these problems, eh, like what um, Lawrence is saying, some of these problems, um, <laughs> Our worship ministers, those those of you who lead worship in church, you should very you should be very careful when you are quoting scriptures to to start the worship sessions. You should be very careful when you are quoting scriptures to start your worship because I don't want to do um, um, um Bible study methods and hermeneutics here. I don't want to do that here. But okay, so wait, please, um, Lawrence, are you okay? Are you okay? Because if you, if, if, if you look at the, the, the verse here, and I just want another version. Okay, but are you okay? Are you okay? Because I don't want it to make me deviate from what I want to talk about you. But if you look at this verse, and it, it is not in relation to purpose. It's not in relation to purpose. If you read the entire I realize that it's talking about something else. So those of us who, when we are leading worship, we just quote scriptures. I mean, be careful. So that we don't put people in some of these things. Okay. Um, Esther says that your passion may may not be your purpose. But yes, yes. I mentioned this, Esther, that your passion does not necessarily mean that this is what your purpose. It can help you fulfill your purpose. It can help you to fulfill your purpose. So your passion doesn't the fact that this is your passion does not mean there's no that is what God wants you to do. There are different ways to develop passions. So your passion alone, you, you don't look at your passion alone to define your purpose. That's what I want to mean. Your passion can help you discover your purpose, but you don't look at that alone. Purpose. Are you okay? All right. Um. Um. What? Okay. Isn't fulfillment of worship? Isn't fulfillment the purpose? Isn't fulfillment of purpose in self worship? I mean, the the question is that. 
um, Felix, in what, how are you looking at worship? How are you looking at worship here? Because when we mention worship, it means something else. But if you are looking at, if you are looking at worship in the sense of service to God, if you are looking at worship in the sense of worship to God, then your fulfillment of your purpose is and service to God is service to mankind. Felix, do, do, do you get my point? Do you get my point? Yes, please. Felix, did you get worship me? Yeah, can I hear you? Uh, yeah. Think okay. of worship in the sense of service and maybe not necessarily worship as in adoration or praise or something. Then that is it. If it's, it's, it's your fulfillment of your service, your, your worship, it's service to God. And service to God is service to mankind. Okay, Abu Mesa says that, let us get the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment. This is the whole duty of man. Okay, so, um, sharing God and keeping the Lord's commandment, um, to what end? At the end of the day, after fearing God and keeping his commandment, what's next? After fearing God and keeping the commandment of God, what's next? Ebu Meza, are you, are you getting my question? Are you getting my question? Where is he? If, if, if you look at, okay, you, you, you let's look at other scriptures. And that, let's look at other versions of the, this same scripture. Maybe you can you can get any easy. Um, okay, let's let's look at in, in easy English. Then with a few words, I can describe everything that you must do. You should worship God. He says you should. He says to you what you should do, and you should do what he says. This is your duty. Listen to easy English. With a few words, I can describe everything that you must do. You should worship God. He says to you what you do, and you should do what he says. You should do what he says. This is your duty. Okay, let's start with that version. This is the last word. All has been said, have fear of God and keep lost, because this is right for every human. Or this is right for every human. This is the last word. All has been said, have fear of God and keep his commandments. Because this is right for every human. Let, let me read one last version for you. Let the conclusion of all of these thoughts be here. Fear God and obey his commandments. This is what it means to be human. So if you are looking at this verse, you are, it is not talking about the fact that all that you are supposed to do on earth is to fear God and, and obey his commandments. As in, your purpose earth is to fear God and obey his commandments. That is not what this verse is implying. It is not implying that your purpose on earth is to fear God and obey His commandments. That is not your purpose on earth. So far as you are human, so far as you are human, so far as you are man, you are supposed to fear God and obey His commandments. Please, please, please understand. This is all that human, human beings were created for. This is all human beings were created for. Fear God and obey His commandments. And I'm saying that if, if this is not, it's not talking about the fact that, okay, so all human beings are created to fear God and to obey his commandments. But as a person, as a person, or as a yeah, as, as I'm saying, then, then why was it about the fact that, okay, um, Moses was born to do this, Samson was born to do this, Jesus Christ was born to do this, if we were all supposed to just be on earth and just fear God and obey his commandments. You should understand that if you get to know the, the purpose of God for your life, you're supposed to obey and fulfill it. And the fulfillment of your purpose is even part of this scripture that you're talking about. And Abu Meza, do you get the point I'm trying to make at all? All right. So, so you're not just supposed to just come and sit 
and fear God. But at the end of the day, so far as you are a Christian, so far as you are you 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 are linked to the Lord, for example, does that mean that the only thing you're supposed to do on campus is to go for lectures and write exams? It's, it's a characteristic that every student is supposed to embrace. However, that is not the only thing you're supposed to do. It's a basic requirement. So far as you are a student, you're supposed to do that. But that is not the only thing you're supposed to do on campus. Please, is that one clear? Everybody, is that one clear? So, um, um, Margaret, our your your question is a topic on its own. So I'll get to that. I will not answer it now. I'll get to that. Um, I answered every question. Yes. So in his, we find ways to fulfill our purpose. Yeah, that's true. Is there a difference between destiny and purpose? Is there a difference between destiny and purpose? Okay. Um, destiny. <laughs> the way we use destiny in our setting. How many of us have seen destiny in the Bible? How many of us have seen that in the Bible? <clears throat> okay, okay, that's thing. Okay, all right, all right. So then, if we look at destiny, okay, um, in our setting, we look we look at destiny in a strange way, like something that should happen to you. So you realize that in our setting, like destiny is linked to fate in a particular way. Like destiny is linked to fate. So if you look at um, okay. So uh, the dictionary the, the, the defines destiny as everything that happens to a person during the person's lifetime. Everything that happens to a person during the person's life. So even if you are taking that as the definition of your destiny, okay, then you realize that it's not the same as purpose. The thing that are happening to you is not the same as what you're supposed to do. What is happening to you is not the same as what you're supposed to do. So except you have a different definition for destiny, but what is happening to you as an individual is not the same as what you are supposed to do. There are two different things. Please, are you okay? Please, are you okay? All right. Please, are, are, there, are there any questions? Are there any more questions? Are there any more questions? Okay. So let me finish up with this so that you go for a break. And break and. How many minutes do I have for break time? Okay, please let's let's move for break and come back at nine point. Give the mutual microphone. We are coming back at nine twenty. You can type your question down when when we turn answer it. So just type your question. Down. Please let's come back at nine twenty. Let's come back at nine twenty. Okay. Let's come back at nine twenty. So you you are not getting ten minutes. You are getting like six minutes. Let's come back at nine.